0: Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to another edition of Mediascope Brief. My name is Tachi. I talk all about media tech and pop culture news. I know, I haven't been around for a while, but such is the life of a busy director. I was up in Atlanta directing a project and, well, now I'm glad to be back on with you guys. So, let's get to it. NBC has quietly debuted an ad-supported streaming news network. It seems like everybody's getting into the act of streaming these days. So back in March, NBC News chairman Andy Lack told reporters that his company was, quote, exploring a separate linear stream for NBC News. Now he's found one, and the company has revealed their new streaming news network, NBC News Signal, according to Adweek. So it's an ad-supported streaming service, and they've already started airing their evening program, hosted by Simone Boyce, one of the network's hosts, and is going to air each Thursday until later this year, when it will become a nightly show. And leading up to the midterms, Steve Kornacki's digital show 2018, Race for the House, will air daily at noon Eastern time. Katie Turr will host a midterms pre-show from 7 to 9 on... That's Eastern time on election day, November 6, according to deadline and additional daily programming, including a morning and afternoon show and hourly news updates called brieflys haha, <laughs> will launch later this quarter. And in early 2019 signals programming is available on nbcnews.com, in the NBC news, mobile and OTT apps on Pluto TV and via YouTube and Twitter. So Just when you thought we did not have enough streaming news networks or (laughs) over-the-top channels, here you go. So, let me know what you think. Are you a news junkie or a news buff? Are you into the idea of an NBC streaming news network? Let me know. I'll be back soon with more media tech and pop culture news. Cheers. Welcome back, everyone. Since we're already on this NBC News trajectory, let's stay here. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Megyn Kelly is expected to end her NBC morning show, her 9 a.m. hour show. She's actually recently met with executives to discuss the future of her show, and she expressed a desire to cover more news and politics. It's not clear what NBC would put in place of the show, but what is clear is the very fact that this conversation is taking place is an acknowledgement that this experiment is not working and that further she'd rather be covering news and politics. Now, she has broached some topics on her show dealing with, for example, the Me Too allegations against a series of powerful men, but the show as a whole is typically a soft daytime show and she's often seemed to brush aside the uh, the lighter requirements of having a daytime talk show and being a daytime talk show host. So she met with NBC News chairman Andy Lack well before this controversy about blackface. Now, if you have not heard, she made some comments, some uninformed and f- frankly ignorant comments about uh, wearing blackface on Halloween publicly, which is what still baffles me. Um, no cooth. <laughs> and uh, of course, in my opinion, she was rightfully dragged and lambasted for that, for which she has since apologized. in in a letter to colleagues and also on air. Hmm. Okay. My opinion, would you have apologized if nobody said anything? Uh, Let's not forget that this is the same woman who on her Fox, when she was an anchor on Fox news said that Jesus was white and that Santa Claus is clearly white. So I don't know why they expected her to change her stripes by wooing her over to, uh, NBC. Megan Kelly is as Megan Kelly does. But anyway, she has apologized for that. And in re- response to that, of course, Al Roker came out about that, not only saying it on air, but also on Twitter. And a number of her NBC colleagues have said this. And Andy Lack has said this. There's no other way to put it, but I condemn those remarks. There is no place on our air or in this workplace for them. Very unfortunate. And they, they had a town hall about this. Uh, NBC Nightly News covered the story as well. So the point is that though she had talks about ending her daytime talk show well before this controversy, it didn't help. (laughs) So let me know what you think. Do you watch the Megyn Kelly Today show? Do you feel that she is adept as a journalist in that role? Do you think she would be better doing hard news? Or do you not care? But I'd love to know what you think about this. Drop me a comment. Okay, cheers. It's time to shift a little bit to technology. Are you ready for some Apple Intel? Well, according to Digital Digital Trends there's a leak that confirms a new MacBook, Mac mini, and iMac are coming. Okay, not like this is any big surprise, but a day after a delayed education order hinted at the new MacBook models, there's another leak that is seeming to confirm new products from Apple. So in the latest, new filings with the Eurasian Economic Commission hint at several new MacBook, Mac minis, and iMac models. So these were originally spotted by consumer Mac uh, dot fr, and they revealed that Apple has been granted permission to sell and market the new laptops and desktop models in Central and Northern Eurasia. So translated from the original language, these filings also show that Apple model numbers, which have they show Apple model numbers that have never been seen before, including A1993, A2115, A2116, and A1932, and these seem to refer to the iMac, Mac Mini, and MacBook, though the A 1932 model has been previously seen under other filings. So, interesting. All of this means that okay, something new is coming. And based on previous speculation from supply, supply chain analyst Ming-Chi Kuhl, it could be likely that the incoming MacBook is meant to replace the MacBook Air. That's the big thing. With a new model featuring a 13-inch retina display and updated Intel chipset. Previous rumors have also indicated that the new MacBook Air replacement models could come in as costly as $1,200 with a price drop on the older, older models to $999. Why do they do that with the $1? It's (laughs) $1,000. Anyway, so considering that the last iMac was more of a workstation, this new model could possibly be refreshed with Intel's latest ninth generation processors with little or no design changes. So we will see because we're less than a week from the October 30th Apple event. Yeah, doesn't it seem like we just had one? We did. So there's another event on October 30th. It's the fourth Apple event of the year, and it's expected to feature an iPad Pro of 2018 with smaller bezels. Also, AirPods 2 are likely to be unveiled as well. So let's see, I don't know, let me know. Are you excited for these new MacBooks? Are you feeling Apple event fatigue? Are you feeling technology event fatigue? I kind of am, but because I report on this, I feel it's my duty to watch all of these events. So hopefully, it's uh, not even hopefully, this will probably be live streamed and you'll get to watch it there. So I'll have more details about the live stream closer to the event. Actually, we're about four days away from it. So let me know what you think and I'll be back. Welcome back, everyone. So if you're into fashion like I am, and I'm a huge fashion enthusiast, you're going to be interested to know that there is an acquisition of two well-known brands, but maybe surprising for you. The game is on. Michael Kors has acquired Versace for $2.1 billion. That's right. Who would have thought that? So Michael Kors is buying Italian fashion house Versace for an estimated, actually $2. $2. 0.12 billion which includes their debt and this was announced Tuesday that's 2.5 times the brand's current revenue and 22 Times the earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization. Mm, interesting. So this is primarily a cash deal with only 150 million euro in stock, and it's expected to close the fourth quarter of next year, 2019, reducing earnings in the first year but contributing to profits starting in year two. So Michael Kors made or, a investment, uh, sorry, a, a presentation to investors. And the investors, it's going to be renamed Capri Holdings, and they outlined their plan for Versace. So this includes increasing its global retail footprint from 200 stores to 300, building out e-commerce and expanding men's and women's accessories and footwear. So it currently makes up 35 percent of the business, and the group would like to increase that to 60 percent. Under this new organization, Capri Holdings, John D. Idle would remain the chairman and chief executive of Capri Holdings and also chief executive of the Michael Kors brand. Versace chief executive Jonathan Aykroyd will continue on, as will creative director Donatella Versace, of course. So. Donatella Versace said this is a very exciting moment for Versace. She said this in a statement and she added that her brother Santo and daughter Allegra stake in Capri demonstrates our belief in the long-term success of Versace and commitment to this new global fashion luxury group. So in acquiring Versace, Capri is also attempting to offset sliding sales of its Michael Kors brand. So it's not just, you know, Versace, it's also Michael Kors. So they're they're closing retail outlets and trying to reduce their reliance on department stores. In August, the company said that comparable sales would remain flat this year, though profits are expected to rise as it continues to move away from discounting. Versace, for its part, has a world famous name and cachet in pop culture, but has been struggling to grow a business of similar scale for years. At one point, they entertained a public flotation in order to raise funds. In 2009, for instance, the company generated just 270 euro, which is 318 million in sales, with losses close to 80 million euro or $94 million. Well, this is really interesting. This comes from the, uh, the publication, the business of fashion. What do you think there've been changes, all sorts of changes in the apparel industry, particularly when it comes to luxury goods. So I want to know what you think. Do you think this Michael Kors acquisition of Versace is a good idea? Let me know. Drop me a line. Okay. Cheers. Welcome back. So, we're not strangers to the fact that Facebook likes to take on other apps, copying what they do and incorporating them into Facebook. Well, such is the case with an app they're working on to take on musically, which is actually now called TikTok. So they're working on a new app that hopes they hope can win back the attention of teens or Gen Z while capitalizing on their recently attained major music licenses. So Facebook is building a standalone app product or a standalone product. I should say, where users can record and share videos of themselves lip syncing or dancing to popular songs, according to information from current and former Facebook employees. It's designed, as I said, to be a direct competitor to Musical.ly or now called TikTok, which was a hit with teens and preteens even before the 60 million monthly user product was acquired by Chinese tech giant ByteDance for around one million. And that's when they became, sorry, one billion, (laughs) quite a difference. And that's when they became TikTok. So basically it's going to be TikTok, this new uh, standalone app, by Facebook, it's full screen, built for teens, fun and funny, and focused on creation. And a lot of what they're doing is just trying to be cool uh, for, uh, try, just trying to be cool for kids, I guess. So according to TechCrunch, so it's being built by members of Facebook's video and Facebook Watch team under the leadership from Facebook's principal lead product designer, Brady Voss according to TechCrunch. So Voss actually previously worked on Facebook's TV app as well as the recently shut down Hello standalone app. So this is really interesting. Um, Tell me what you think about this. My feeling is Facebook, can you get a handle on something instead of copying everybody else's stuff? Isn't there something new you could do? Not that lip syncing, is the sole property of TikTok, but I'm like, everything you do is a carbon copy of something else. So tell me what you think about this, this new app that they're developing to rival TikTok. Okay, cheers.